0: green tossed in her poster bed, moonlight flooding over her from the windows. Her body felt like it might burst into flames. Summer heat beat against her warm skin, making her nightgown and auburn hair cling to her skin. And from within, a different heat, one which kept waking her from feverish dreams with its burning demands. Two weeks ago, this stranger had come into her life, a military war soldier and former farmer, Matt Stone. He had come chasing his wayward mixed-blood stallion, who had bred some of her champion Morgan mares and left her with at least some foals on the way that she couldn't sell. He was now spending the season working off the damages. Matt was competent and honorable, with people skills to manage even Dade, the moody, immature, drunken eldest of two brothers who helped her out at the ranch. Kind and polite, Matt had been nothing but thoughtful toward her, He was also very skilled in ways she had known existed until their first wild night together a week ago. She lay now in her warm bed, remembering his hands on her body, the smell of his clean sweat, the way he kept at her until both of them were limp with satisfaction. It had not been a seduction. He had an illness from the war which made him scream awake from nightmares at times, especially during thunderstorms. That night, He had sought solace in her arms, and his desperate need for comfort had quickly become something else. And even then, at his worst, he had shown her pleasures she had not known existed, nor could she forget. Now, every night after, if she did not taste them again, she was left with sleepless agony. She had tried to focus on the work of running her ranch, settling accounts, and writing letters, but thoughts of him always intruded. in. The worry that she was becoming far too needy for him left her concerned, which she could hardly say were unwelcome. She got up finally, gasping for air, and slipped her boots on. The cabins where the ranch hand stayed sat in a small semicircle just beyond the back paddock. She ran, without a lantern, her feet sure with familiarity even with the moon as a sliver. She didn't have to knock. He was always up as well— always sleepless for the exact same reason, and the door opened at her approach. His rangy shape filled the doorway, faint moonlight gleaming in the pale blue eyes and across his bare, hard chest. His hair was a messy ink spill down his shoulders. Anne, he said, in that hoarse whisper he'd used in greeting all four nights she had run to him. Then the same words. Anne, you shouldn't be here. Yet, as always, his expression filled with joy that she had ignored his admonition. He reached for her regardless. Whispers in the dark. No stopping to light a lamp. The other cabins with the brothers were close. Too close. They explored each other blindly with their hands, their voices shaking from restraining their volume. The thick swell of his chest rose and fell quickly beneath her nimble fingers, the tips of her nails dragging down his stomach and slipping into the top of his pants. He groaned and held her still as she whispered with need in her voice, Do it again. We shouldn't. He pulled her closer and pressed his forehead to the side of her face as her fingers caressed his body to life. I know, but it's too late for that. I need you more than I want to admit. She pulled him down, his innocent girl quickly becoming lost to the ways of pleasure. His lips found hers unerringly, her tongue sweeping out and licking at the side of his mouth as he groaned. She clung to him, murmuring breathlessly against his mouth as her hips pressed forward, her fingers tugging at him to mind her. Do it. You started this. Don't make me feel so good and then leave me alone again. I can't take it. She stroked her free hand up his chest and slipped her fingers into his hair, murmuring her cries as he was left with no response other than to give her whatever she demanded of him.